I'm home. Alf, shut the airlock. The atmosphere isn't free up here, you know. Don't start with me, Allison. I had a tough day on the moon bus. The artificial gravity kept breaking down. Gee, Alf, I thought you were big enough to have your own gravitational pull. <laughs> Welcome to Let Us Miss Piggy. This is a special bonus series, still all about the glorious, fabulous, and icon that is our queen, Miss Piggy. This side hustle series is hosted by moi, aka Jazz. You know me from the main show. Uh, with special guests, and we focus on the lost show, the secret show, Muppets Tonight. And today's special guest is Hannah Brown. You may know her from the hit pod, A Wee Bit Gothic, that she does with Chris McLeish, uh, which is about gothic stories, mainly based in Scotland, true crime to old wives' tales, to debunking films like Braveheart and get into the real heart of Scottish history. <laughs> I'm a big fan uh, and Hannah is also an excellent director and we've worked in operas and at a theatre together. Welcome, Hannah. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a delightful intro. You're such a sweetheart. Thank you very <laughs> I, much. Only speak the truth. Did I miss things? I know there's lots of things that you no. do, but those are like my headlines for you. No, that's the that is the main things. Yeah, and the main thing is, of course, is that we we know each other from pre-podcast days. It's true. Um, but, yeah. but now we're both podcasters. I know. <laughs> Who just thought that plot twist would come in? I know. I'm enjoying it. I know exactly. We probably got the pandemic to thank for that. I know. It's weird. Yeah. Well, actually, I've got you to thank because I. Was like, oh yeah, sure, I'll do a podcast. I've been saying that for approximately seven years. <laughs> um, and then I watched Hannah do hers and I was like, hey, yeah. it? how did you do that? Can you tell me? And actually, to me, I called up Chris and I was like, can you explain to me how you did all the things you did? Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah, Chris is very much like our tech human. And I, yeah. I do the the nonsense on social media. That's my, my <laughs> I, do, I do the writing of nonsense and he deals with all the very important tech things. That means the episode gets out on time and sounds good. So I have him to thank. <laughs> See, that's the job share. See, I'm the tech person <clears throat> in my podcast generally. Uh, Abby does a lot of the writing. So all the show notes are always Abby because she's just such a beautiful writer. We love that. Um, and she's also my emoji consultant um, because she'll always get on me for not putting emojis in so many <laughs> Oh, who doesn't love an emoji? They say so much. I just forget. And then she does them so well. And I'm like, oh, like that. Still didn't do it. Um, That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> That's all okay. Um, so yeah, big, big <clears throat> welcome. So, so happy to have you here um, with us at Let Us Miss Piggy. Thank but, you. It's a joy, a pleasure and a delight. Uh, and I wanted to start with, I guess, um, Muppets. So like how the Muppets were in your life uh, growing up. I mean, specifically Miss Piggy, but we can start broadly with the Muppets. <laughs> Yeah, well, so I right, quite controversially, considering mm -hmm. I'm on a Muppets podcast, I never like watched like the Muppet Show or mm -hmm. anything like that. Um, okay. But I watched quite a lot. The, what like the prevalence of it in my life, like as a kid, was very much true. Like the feature films. Yeah, yeah, of course, brilliant. Um, and I I actually had to Google this film because I genuinely thought it was a fever dream, but it turns out it's not. I didn't. I make love it those. Up. <laughs> I love those. Okay. <clears throat> so I believe it was two thousand and two. Mm -hmm. Um, a good but, year. A good year, but on uh, VHS, no mm. doubt. Wow. Um, we had a Muppets film called A Very Merry Muppet Christmas Movie. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I fully thought that I dreamt that thing because it's a strange cacophony. Is it of... from 2002? I think That's it's 2002. So 
I think yeah, it is. Let's do a quick but what I specifically it. remember about it hmm. is not only was Whoopi Goldberg in it, <laughs> who is a queen, because um, yeah, because it, it, yeah, it's like based on It's a Wonderful Life, of course. <laughs> um, but there's a really random point in it where the Muppets do their own version of like Moulin Rouge. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I just googled it, and the picture of it is incredible. Okay, yep, the Moulin Rouge picture. With, yeah, um, with, with our with, with our icon, with their icon as um, Nicole Kidman. You know what, Miss Piggy makes a great Nicole Kidman. I never she thought I'd say that. She actually out does. Loud. Um, she literally does. She looks stunning. She looks amazing. Also, I'm not convinced I've seen this film. Have, is it one? Of, I'm looking it up because I'm wondering if it's one of the ones that's because it was on and it's. I think it was a direct tv film i think it could have been but um, yeah because it was on it was released aired on mm. nbc and i don't think it had a yeah. theatrical release this is so interesting yeah. yeah okay um well we're putting on well i mean we've got a big um list of films we're watching kind of backwards and forwards in our order yeah, yeah. it's very chaotic um but that's definitely on there i'm so excited because you mentioned to me months ago now there's a Moulin Rouge Miss Piggy thing and I was like what are you possibly talking about (laughs) no that's why I had to look it up I was like oh maybe I made this up maybe this isn't a thing but when I searched I was like no it is I wasn't dreaming that was a thing that's amazing and it's Uh, I'm gonna try and find a clip for this and put it in as well but that's insane so do you remember the Moulin Rouge bits obviously you're a Moulin Rouge fan like any good musical theater nerd yeah um as we Um, both are (laughs) Yeah, and I don't, I don't know why it specifically, like, sticks in my head. Miss mm. Piggy coming down on a trapeze in a top hat. Maybe well, it because it's just, just like her. well, exactly. Maybe <laughs> it's because it's just such an iconic image. <laughs> it really is. I'm looking at the picture just now, and it's stunning. It'll just yeah. be on the social. That's so good. Like, and there's an angry moon in the background. Yeah. Color, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, it's hard, like draped in feathers. It's just it's Perfect. something that very much sticks with little Kermit as Ewan McGregor. That's so funny. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was that one, and also, and it's going to make me sound like such a basic human. It's okay. Big fan of Muppets Treasure Treasure Island. Yes, Treasure From, Island was one of my childhood favorites as well. To be yeah, fair, for many reasons, and actually, in prep for this episode, mm. I went back and watched it, and you know Aww. what? Yeah. Um, what I forgot is how good the score is. Yeah. Like, the the songs are so strong in that film. It's they really, really have, good. Yeah, they've really got some strong music in there. They, you know what's weird about that film is that the time was critically terrible. Like, everyone hated it. Really? It's those, yeah, it's one of those ones that's become a real cult classic. But they were, like, famously flops. And it was real upsetting um, for everyone oh. involved. But like, it's so interesting how they're such like cult favorites. And I think it's like certain eras. Like, I think our era is very Treasure Island, Christmas Carol, like those kind of Muppet films. Yeah. Whereas we don't have as much like great Muppet Capers not out. You know, Muppets Take Manhattan wasn't my childhood. Yeah. I mean, I like I love them now, but like those weren't in my childhood. My childhood was all 
I mean, especially Treasure Island. I watched that film so much. <laughs> um, Tim Curry as well. Oh, what a, what a guy. Can we just take a minute to appreciate Tim Curry? He was so in that good. Film? Please. I mean, we're going to do a proper deep dive when we watch the film. I don't know when we're up to it yet. It's so confusing my timeline that I've made myself. <laughs> the way we've done it is we're basically watching the oldest film and then the most recent film, and then the second oldest film and the second most recent film. Um, and like kind of jumping down so in the in, in in the end we'll end up somewhere in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> um yeah. Oh, he's so good in that film. He's great. He's so good in that film. And also, that's another thing, is that I forgot like the non-Muppet cast in yeah. that film is strong in yeah. every aspect. I forgot Billy Connolly was in it. He I mean, is Yeah, right. He's really like, good in it too. And he's really good. And I was like, what the hell? It's just, it's crazy. But yeah, it's such, it's such a good one. And based on book by a Scottish writer. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Robert Louis Stevenson, who gave us one of the best gothic novellas of all time. Just tying it which, back which in was, there. Which was, which was what? Which was Strange Case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. That was really? Yeah. What an interesting connection. Yeah. Huh. You wouldn't think it's the same writer, but it is. <laughs> I mean, he didn't write the screenplay, did he? He wrote he didn't, the book no, he didn't. it was based like, on. <laughs> his, his Treasure Island is vastly different. <laughs> and that's not hugely surprising. Yeah, it's much more about that scary black spot, I assume. Yeah, um, most likely. I've never read it, but I would presume. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like something that would be right. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I mean, I think it's, like, the star cast is very of this era as well, because we have talked mm. about Muppets tonight. The secret show um that is full of like i guess stars that we know because mm-hmm. I, I have been watching muppets the original muppet show for this show and also just for fun mm-hmm. and the thing i found it with it is that it's like i know the famous famous people in that you know your elton johns your yep. steve martins um and you know your bigger kind of stars your mark hamels as we've talked about in this on this show mm-hmm. before but like a lot of the people in that show i'm like no idea who you are and abby's better at it to be fair because she grew up in america and her family or demographic are a bit older and so they watched certain things they know mm-hmm. she's actually great at like weird obscure people who are on muppet show yeah fair but Good. i'm like <laughs> um whereas i love that in muppets tonight i know everyone yeah and that's yeah. really fun i mean nearly the last episode we did this there was a person called garth brooks and robbie was like do they mean girth brooks the famous porn star and then he's like oh i get it now <laughs> <laughs> I see what they did there. And so, yeah, oh we didn't know God. him. He was apparently a famous country music star. And he actually, he was great. But mostly we know everyone. So, like, mm. we have Billy Crystal, the first episode with Michelle Pfeiffer. Coming up, there's Sandra Bullock, there's Cindy Crawford, there's Pierce Brosnan. Like, the list goes on and on. <laughs> like, yeah. And also, it's like, it's people that are still famous today. Yeah. It's like, it's not like they're of that time or of that specific era. Most but of them are still about, I and think they're it's still the late, prolific. It's that late 90s vibe, though, so it's people we yeah. grew up watching, right? Yeah. So, like, I, I grew up on the, like, speaking, I mean, Bond's just come out, but like, I grew up on the Pierce Brosnan Bonds, right? So, like, and he famously, one time, ate in the hotel restaurant that I worked in that hotel at, and I was like, wow, so close to Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, were you, like, working there at the same time, or was this, like, years prior? No, no, no. We're at the same time, but oh, I was the same in the hotel okay, cool. and he was in the restaurant. We didn't see each other, oh, that's but I fair. knew he was there, <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of the same thing. It effectively um, you breathe the same oxygen for a time. Yeah. So I okay. had to go to the restaurant afterwards to be like, tell me everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> what did he eat? Yep. Um, so, 
but yeah but i mean it's just kind of amazing that this series has people in it yeah from like proper like yeah our famous people as well so it's got prince in it it's got yeah, martin like, short in it yeah it's like oh on that note have you watched only murders in the building i have watched the first it funnily enough when i was over at chris's we yeah. watched the first episode because he was like you need to watch this you'll like it yeah but i am one of those humans now that now cannot wait weekly for anything so i just waited until the whole season they're all was... out now yeah so i've not i've just not had oh, wait, the time are they there's only seven episodes is that no all i think them? they all are okay. i think the last one came out like now this week or last week okay so i'm fully gonna have to sit and watch it all because i was hooked after I, the first episode i watched half of it with my husband last night and she's also a big true crime nerd so we're just like oh my goodness <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> and we were like so invested but she didn't know who martin short was i was like it's martin short from the movies, from the world, from from the world, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's so good in it. He makes me so happy. He's such um, a he's such a good. I love oh, him. Such a good guy. But yeah, I so I can't him. wait for that episode. Uh, Tony Bennett, famous from you know, singing with Lady Gaga. Um, who else in this? <laughs> like, yes, there's so yeah. many great people. <laughs> but yes, yeah, there's gonna be yeah. heaps of really exciting people. But I'm saying, like, it definitely was the era for like big stars in a way that isn't the same anymore i don't think i'm excited obviously for the new muppet special the halloween special is coming out later. oh oh my so god that's gonna have it's a whole like episode on that the so greatest great. crossover that ever did exist i know i'm pretty excited for it I'm super, <laughs> i was you can i mean yeah for I, you as well exactly going by the intro you know i like dark and spooky things so <laughs> you're like it's mm, like finally it's like my favorite a haunted mansion is like my favorite disney ride it's also Aww. My favorite obscure Disney film is The Haunted Mansion, and now they're doing it with the Muppets. I'm just like, <laughs> what a time! The gods are just like working in our favor at the minute, and I I'm do so happy about it. Think it's a perfect fit, and like I'm really glad that Muppets. I mean, they're definitely having like a big, they're having a comeback story, right, with Muppets now mm. and Absolutely. stuff like that. And like Miss Piggy again, if you listen to one of the our previous pods, was on RuPaul, so like yeah. big shows, and stuff yeah. Like that um and i think making a bit more of a splash again but hopefully this will be more of their stride mm-hmm. because muppets now is good for what it is but what i miss is like them all together and the whole mm-hmm. vibe and getting the gang back together yeah. and like the whole thing um i'm gonna jump in to john goodman who is the special guest of the muppets tonight episode yes she's ba- he's basically the hannah brown uh to, <laughs> to the muppets tonight uh you see what a comparison <laughs> <laughs> I mean, pretty good one. Uh, I'll, just be, I'll just start with, um, as this is a very fat positive podcast, mm-hmm. uh, John Goodman, one of our like really, really early on, um, just really loved in the House of Fatties, really in there. He's the best. Yeah. And has always been this like real big, big man. And like, and not, I mean, there's been a few bits and pieces about it, but like so, and so stunning. And it's like so much of his acting's not about that. I mean, it helps that he's a man, but um, that he's... <laughs> just because men, <laughs> men normally do it differently but like i love it and same um a couple of episodes we had go we had jack black on the show well not on the show but you know we we're talking about yeah. jack black as well and i'm like yeah such good fatties on this i love this yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes <laughs> some yeah. of my party my party bros um <laughs> love it <laughs> they get it um, um so i really oh, love that it was john that. goodman and i wanted to mention a little bit about him he's obviously been in our screens and ears my whole life anyway um, from cartoon classics like Emperor's New Groove to Monsters, Inc. And one of my childhood favorites, Coyote Ugly. Um, <laughs> he was in Coyote Ugly. He's the dad. 
Oh my god! He's the dad, and he can, he's in the hospital at the end, and it's very dramatic. Um, I forgot about that. Oh my god! It's been literal years since I've watched that film. I That's watched crazy. it again the other day because also when I was a kid, I wanted literally. I was like, I'll be a bartender. That's my big dream. <laughs> like, <laughs> who watched that film and didn't think that bartendering looked like the coolest job in the world? <laughs> and now I am a bartender at the theater. Exactly. It's yeah. not this quite the same. Same. Uh, There's yeah. It's not quite as exciting as we all thought it was going no. to be when we were nine when watching that film. <laughs> I don't dance on bars nearly enough. If I'm honest. <laughs> Maybe we should bring that to the next staff meeting. <laughs> I think so. I'm like, hey guys, I really think we should incorporate. You know how the opera is going to be here later. Yeah. Uh, you know what I think they'd appreciate is me dancing on a bar. Um, um, oh, so good, but there are also other classics like A Brother Were Out There. Um, and did you know that in uh, Jungle Book Two he played Baloo, which makes sense. Baloo is such a good character for him. Oh, it doesn't, but yeah, I can right? see that. Yeah. It, like, it makes perfect sense. And I was like, wait, so we didn't do it in Jungle Book 1? I'm like, no, Jasmine, because that film yeah. was from the 60s. <laughs> oh, my God. That's and I had so to do funny. that to my brain because I forget. Um, um, <laughs> not to like enter, I don't want to like interject. No, no, no. I feel like, no, of course. but I will forever know John Goodman as Fred Flintstone. Yes, I've been mentioned because yes. in the Flintstones, that's the first time that he worked with Jim Henson Creatures. So he, Jim Henson creatures were in the Flintstones. I so, did not know that. Yep. So they're, um, he, it's amazing how much Jim Henson's creatures are all through Hollywood in so many things. Like That's they always make stuff. Amazing. That are in all so the first time he worked with Jim Henson Productions was during the Flintstones in 94. Um, ah. Which I, yeah, love. What a film. Because oh, I remember watching, obviously we all watch the cartoon a lot, but then his film, the film was so good. So good. So good. Like... I I was that was one of the films that for whatever reason I just like watched religiously as a child to the point I, I knew it's it. So cute. I knew it like quite a lot of the script. I don't know why, but it was just it was just really good because I just felt like the cast the casting was perfect. It was perfect. It was like spot they got on it. casting. And that doesn't happen often with like live action. No. Like especially these days. Especially these days. But literally all of them were just absolutely perfect and so good in that film. Interesting to think that live action stuff was happening then as well. Like I think I always think of it as more of a modern day problem. Yeah. Than we have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I guess it was happening in the early nineties as well. Yeah. But much better. I think again, the Flintstones is, is spot on. Um, it's so they good. Made a Jetsons. I always think of Flintstones and Jetsons in the same mouth. If that yeah. makes sense. Like, <laughs> Like, I'm like, mm, yeah, they are the same, yes. which is yeah, fun yeah, yeah. past and future. <laughs> um, I think it must have been Cartoon Network, right? They were all, like, yeah, together been, in that, yeah, on yeah. that channel and stuff. So it was, like, a big thing. Remember channels? Weird. Remember um, channels? Oh, my God. <laughs> what a um, time that was. I also wanted to mention he also was a guest on the Sesame Street. Uh, I don't know if I the Sesame Street. On Sesame Street oh. in 95. So this was not his first Muppet Rodeo. Oh, um, okay. So, again, he's been working with Jim Henson for two different things there. And then, yeah, so, I mean, that's my basically little ch- chat on John Goodman. Always been a big fan. I mean, especially those cuts. I mean, I watch Emperor's New Groove was probably one of my main go-tos. I love Monsters, Inc. So he's good. also, he's still the voice of Scully now in the new Monsters, Inc. show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That show that came out this year. Yeah, yeah. That's on Disney+, Plus, I think. <clears throat> um, is, he's still the voice of it, which I love. I love that he's, like, still doing that. I mean, it's. I mean, about it's been lockdown, so I had tons of other things to do. But like, <laughs> it is nice that he's like still doing. He's such an incredible voice actor. 
He is, um, yeah, he is. Like he's fully. He's but he's he, but also see actually when you were listing off some of the stuff there, what like versatility? Yeah, real, real, real different vibes. Yeah, like um, a lot so of many of those real, projects are completely yeah. different things. Yeah, and then and, obviously Roseanne, like stuff like that, like yeah, big big series, which is referenced in this episode. Yeah, which is fun. <laughs> like, which I'm not gonna lie. I had never really watched an episode of Roseanne. Or I haven't ever watched an episode. So I was like, I knew he was in it, but I was like, I don't really get the reference, but cool. But you're like, I'm sure it means that. I'm sure it's it means fine. that. I'm sure it means that. But it's one of those things. It's like a lot of things. You don't have to watch it to know it. I think it's the pop yeah. culture of it all, right? Like, I've yeah, seen exactly. Like, it's just... things that I've never seen, but I'm like, I get it. I get the Yeah, gist. exactly. You just learn by osmosis. It's very that. Like, yeah. I've never seen The Godfather, but I understand all the references of The Godfather. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Therefore, I never have to see The Godfather. So everybody wins. Like, <laughs> um, so jumping right into this episode, um, it's now with John Goodman. It's episode four of season one. Um, so John apparently just wants a relaxing show. We cut to him, um, and then what I think, and we actually talked about it last time, last bonus episode, is are the worst characters in Muppets Tonight. Uh, Andy and Randy, unfortunately, are big parts of this episode. And they're so one note, I they make me really annoyed. And, like, not in a fun annoyed way, in an annoyed annoyed way. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I agree. I feel they're it. I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> you said and they're not, that. like, they're not funny, subversive the worst. They're just no. the worst. It's just, it's just annoying because they're very one note. Mm. And, like, their comedy doesn't really go anywhere. No. It's just, and it's like... And it does also it doesn't have a payoff, no, like because it only it's this one yeah it's one at the entire time bigger yeah. villain all the same um, yeah and yeah I think it's just sad yeah it's just sad because a lot of the Muppets has that more subversive energy or has that hmm. joke within a joke or is a bit smarter, um, and again we did talk about this a little bit previously that it seems like this series because then the second series went straight to the Disney channel. Mm. But then because the Muppets used to be this really great and it still is now to an extent, different ways, this great, like it's for kids, but it's also, there's a lot of jokes that aren't for kids. Actually not really for kids. It's for everybody, but there's like, and you know, like a lot of those shows, like the Shreks of the world more these days or whatever, Mm -hmm. like there's a whole bunch of stuff that goes, if you don't get it, it does it like Mm -hmm. it won't affect kids in a negative way or whatever. But if you do get it, hilarity for you um you know it's got it's it's got layers absolutely and i think the thing about the muppets as well is that it's always been very meta yeah it's always been very aware of what it is and what it's doing at all times and there's there's definitely still was elements of that in this because again like you say i had no clue that this show was a thing yeah because it's a secret yeah exactly Um, (laughs) that's why we're doing this bonus series on this show because it's like fallen through the cracks of the universe yeah and i hadn't heard of it and i'd done a lot of muppets research before it even came up and if you can't stream it anywhere is literally the lost muppet show yeah literally i guess because all like i just had no clue it's a thing and then i looked it up on like um it was on wikipedia apparently Mm. um and just but just had no idea that this was the thing because that's the craziest thing like when early on when we were talking about the guests that have got on it yeah we're big people yeah then and now yeah exactly so it's so strange that this has just dis- disappeared it's so cool i love a mystery show i love that it is it's that it's because disney doesn't own it and that's yeah. why because disney doesn't own it it's not on i don't know how they got away with it there's a few different other films as well that disney doesn't own 
Muppets, like Muppets in Space, I think as well, um, and Muppets from Oz. Mm. They don't own those either. Okay. And I'm not even sure about the Christmas one. I'm going to have to double check the one you mentioned before. I don't know. Is that, do you know if that's on <laughs> I am, Disney Plus? I have a feeling it is on Disney Plus, but don't okay, quote good. me on it. Well, now I want to go watch it, obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, but my point is it's because it's not owned by Disney. It's fallen through these cracks and it's just like lost somewhere in the yeah. ether. But there's people, so I'm going to get my uncle on this show um, hopefully soon, who watched it on television when it came out. Oh, that's cool. Which is really fun. So he remembers watching it and it was like, this was like his Muppets. Yeah. Like, which is wild as well, because he's like, oh yeah, I love Clifford. And I'm like, you were the only one. Like, yeah. I don't hate Clifford. <laughs> But, like, Clifford, who hosts this show, is no Kermit. And I know they were trying to do something different, and I totally get that. Um, but I'm like, Ugh. But he's like, oh, I love Clifford. I'm like, yeah. okay, that's interesting. Sorry, I just got your notes, so I've not got them all <laughs> in front of me. <laughs> I mean, they're not very exciting. It is literally just, like, writing out what happened in front of my screen. It's cool. Um, but, yes, yeah, so. Sorry. Yes. yes. So what? We start with yeah. John yes. lying down trying to be comfy john you see john goodman lying down being like hey glifford i just want a relaxing show i just want to have a nice time and it's gonna be great um and, da, 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 da. and he speaks pig latin which i enjoy um and that joke's really good to be fair, like yeah. a lot of it's still really funny i'm not angry at this episode um <laughs> i'm just angry at andy and randy always um but again i think it's because <clears throat> they they did change I feel like the ethos of the show changed from having those layers to going, oh, we're just on the comedy channel. We're just on the Disney channel. Maybe we're just for kids. Yeah. Let's lean into that. Yeah. So those characters are very of that era, right? Like they're very like four kids being like, yeah. oh, that's dumb and silly. Yeah. And they have that one note and it probably rings great for kids of a certain age, right? Oh, no, absolutely. I think that's the thing. But um... not for me. No, I agree. I agree. But yeah, you could tell very but I think, I suppose that's great now that we are watching it from the perspective of adults, because mm. to us, it's just annoying. Yeah. I could, I could see why kids would maybe find it funny, but also I, I always feel like the Muppets generally were, were more clever about their comedy, even yeah. though if it was aimed at children, which it is, but they yeah. always put more thought into it than just that. And Andy and Randy aren't that. Again, there was more thought in the rest of this episode for lots of it, but mm-hmm. Andy and Randy, and the annoying thing is they're the through line of this episode. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to like look past that. Yeah. Um, so that's really frustrating. It is, again, this show is the first show they made without Jim, um, without Jim Henson. So I, I do oh. think that it was hard on them. Yeah. Um, and obviously he's a like A plus collaborator. Like per- collaborator, don't say that yes. Um, you know, like he's not the kind of guy who goes, "It's you know, I'll write everything and you guys can hang out." Like he, like he loved working with everybody, um, famously and yeah, everything it was like it was very takes a village was how the Muppets yeah. was always run. But yeah. I do think he has a really clear voice, and yeah. it's also why they didn't use Kermit a lot. Um, because mm-hmm. it was like still early on of Kermit being voiced by Steve Whitmire, who's mm-hmm. great to be fair as Kermit. Um, but like, uh, there's that too. And apparently they did say that, well, someone read this once, Robbie told me, but I don't know if it's true, um, <laughs> that Jim always wanted like other characters to be used and like, not just mm-hmm. be stuck in the same things, which is not what we're like now. Now we're just like, give me the greatest hits again and yeah. again and again, please. Yeah. Which I think is a societal thing, right? We're just like, please give me the people I know. Um, yeah. Forever. It's, the, it's that whole familiarity thing. Yeah. It's like, you think Muppets, you think Kermit, Miss Piggy, Fozzie Bear. You do. Yeah, that's where your brain automatically goes because that's yeah. what we've been like conditioned to know it as. They're the leads. 
So, like, of course you think of the leads. Yeah, <laughs> which is why, with this episode, because I didn't know what it was, I was so confused yeah. as to why none of the, the Muppets that I know are in this show weren't in much. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a through line of this show. So this show, again, and what they're trying to do is try out new Muppets a lot. So even in this next, so they have a little sketch, whatever, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah yada, yada. I'm not going to talk about Andy Randy as much as I can try to avoid it. That's um, fair enough. <laughs> but the next bit is about Dr. Phil Van Nuta, which I think is the Muppets Tonight version of like Bunsen and Beaker, like Dr. Bunsen and, and Beaker, yeah. right? Like that's yeah. their new version of that. Um, so again, it's them finding a new character mm-hmm. that has a similar vibe. Mm-hmm a new kind of idea and i like the name like i guess it was the dr phil time right yeah <laughs> yeah it would have been yeah um yeah i mean i kind i kind of liked it. i actually thought it was quite scary if it, like he was a bit kids. scary yeah like he's quite i think it was because it was one of those jim henson creatures that the puppeteer's yeah. hands were used and it's i always, always feel disturbing. like yeah, it, I always feel like those kinds of creatures add a little bit of that uncanny valley effect because it yeah. does look too Unless real. Unless sweet as chef, which I think is perfect. Absolutely, yeah. But because he was quite threatening, I was like, mm, don't know how I feel about this. But I did quite like the sort of Dr. Frankenstein Igor type yeah. parody that was going uh, again. It's the gothic vibe. I Coming back to the gothic. And there was yeah. a nice sing song. I liked a song. I'm all about a song. We like a song. We like a tune. Um, we like a tune. That's something that I think I'm um, doing all the, doing this show really. I was like, guys, does everyone know the Muppets are just musicals? I yeah. love musicals. <laughs> like <laughs> It all makes sense. I figured it out. Um, <laughs> the next John Goodman segment is the Rats Patrol. <laughs> many puns yes. is what I wrote here. Many, yes. many puns. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And that the Swiss cheese was neutral, which I thought was very funny. Yeah, that's, I get, I get it. I get it. I like it. But again, that feels more like intelligent comedy. Yeah, it's subversive because kids don't know about Switzerland being neutral. In yeah, wars, exactly. Right? That's for us. You that's like. for us. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that to me, that's more like what I'm expecting. Because also by the time we got to this point in the show, I was like, what is going on here? What is this thing? <laughs> that is fair. Um, just I think probably because the whole like just the format was yeah. not what I had previously seen, so this was completely new. But yeah, it is similar to the Muppets original Muppet Show in the sense mm. that it has like it's a variety show, but it's more modern day, so it's more that SNL vibe, right? So that's it's really that... yeah, because literally yeah. that was one thing that kept going through my head. It's like this feels like a late night talk show type thing, which is the point. The whole yeah. point of it is it's a parody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the next show they do is the ABC show, which I just always call Muppets ABC, which is where <laughs> Miss Piggy is the lead. She's like on a talk show, ah, and it's called Up okay. Late with Miss Piggy, and that's like the show, yeah, within the show. And yeah. I love that. And actually, again, people didn't like that either. I like it because it's Miss Piggy is like really the lead of that. Um, which again, as yeah, you mentioned, I mean, we're like, halfway through this and she's not nowhere to be seen. Yeah, so, yeah, um, literally. And also, Miss P- giving Miss Piggy her own talk show. Makes why sense. did it take that long to happen? Literally, it's like 2012 or something. <laughs> why? Come on, folks. Yeah, break, pull it together. Pull it together. Um, and I actually love it. And again, we'll, at some stage, we'll talk about that show. It's yeah, not yeah. as hidden. It is on Disney+. Plus. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> it's not as secret as this. No, no, but, no. Um, but yes, my point is, like, I think they're always, because I guess variety shows, when the Muppets show came out originally, were the thing. So again, yeah. them kind of being a parody of 
a variety show. This mm. is a parody of a late night show yeah. slash SNL, like more skits, like yeah. sketches and skits and stuff. And then the next one is a parody of a talk show. But the, the thing with the talk show that I like is it's it's less, well, I mean, like and dislike. It doesn't have as like these kind of setups in the same way. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the thing I like about this show is it is still very similar to, Mupp- to Muppets original show in the sense that, I mean, it wasn't in this episode, but in the last episode, it still had pigs in space, but the new version of it is pigs in space, deep dish yeah. nine. <laughs> Yeah, it's <laughs> very funny. Um, so they still have like your kind of old faithful kind yeah. of sketches, whereas yeah. the next one it's a bit different. But I'm not, I'm not mad at it. But it is, it isn't when you kind of from zero to nothing. This would have been very odd for you. So I appreciate, <laughs> yeah. appreciate no, you. But it's like I suppose one thing is though, like if we we're talking about if this is the first kind of project they were doing without Jim around, yeah, like um, it it does feel like they are. They are they are simultaneously trying to stay faithful to like an yeah. equation that they know works, whilst also trying to like stretch out a little bit and try something new. And I don't I think that's where just parts of it don't quite click, yeah. because you either I feel like you they either had to just go completely with one or completely with the other. It's the damned if you do, damned if you don't situation, yeah. right? And I think Absolutely. that's always hard. And that's probably why this show struggled at the time because people had a certain idea of what the Muppets were in their yeah. heads. Yeah. And and I guess kids wouldn't have cared, but then maybe they weren't as engaged. It was mm-hmm. a more cartoony time, yeah. I think, too, maybe for the kids. I don't know. It was like, yeah. it's 96. Yeah. Um, so, but again, 96. You and I were watching television in 96. I mean, I was one, so I can't really remember. I was watching television when I was in 96. <laughs> How old was I? Four. I was definitely watching television. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I could have been watching it. I just don't remember. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, but it, it's still not crazy. It's still odd that we had, I mean, I assume you had the kind of person who had the Disney channel, you know, so you probably. Yeah, would, but also, but also you if you think it. about it, like all those like kind of big Muppet films were all the 90s as well. Yeah. So it was very much still in people's like, yeah, like in popular culture. It wasn't like. The Muppets had been away for years, and they came back with this no, slightly obscure. But it was their show. first show, so yeah. otherwise, because they've been doing films for a while, and it's because Treasure Island flopped is why they mm. did this show, and actually why they struggled to get this, even to get the show together. So yeah. Brian Henson was the head of this, because um, I think he does a lot of the Henson projects. Or Brian, mm-hmm. um, I mean, they're all kind of involved, all the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so the next section was about Gonzo and Rizzo, which I did like because it's kind of like more about classic people. Yes, I was like, I know these people. You're like, hello, there they are. <laughs> Rizzo also for this show is kind of the scooter. So you know how Scooter is the stage mm-hmm. manager and other stuff? Mm-hmm. Rizzo's kind of that for this show, which is a terrible idea. I definitely trust <laughs> Scooter way more. Um, Fair enough. Fair enough, because he, he yeah. normally has a headset on, which is always helpful. Yeah, I just think Always helpful as a stage manager. He's got this, but he's nowhere to be seen in this either. Yeah. Um, so Gonzo and Rizzo do a sharpen Rizzo's nose like a pencil trick, which is an interesting choice. It was a choice. It was a choice. Wouldn't recommend you do that at home, kids. Though it's very Gonzo. Like, Gonzo often has, like, real silly dumb things, and, like, that's... And to be fair, much like we're talking about Andy and Randy, is somewhat yeah. silly and dumb. But I think because it's Gonzo, I do always think there's an extra level to it as well. Mm-hmm. Not as much as you can always see. I just hope mm-hmm. there is. Because then, yeah, then he put live electric eels down his pants, which mm-hmm. is an interesting choice. And just I wrote here. And then, <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> and then a classic Miley Cyrus moment at the end. Yeah. With a wrecking ball. We love um, that. We <laughs> yeah. love that. Just It was just like foreseeing the future. I think I like that part the most, to be fair. I think I like the wrecking ball the most. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, the eel section I was less enamored Very with. Odd. Um, it felt... 
it just felt like cheap humor. Yeah. And I'm like, I no, you you guys are better than this. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Um. Yeah. I just. I. Yeah. I didn't really. Perhaps Wasn't... controversially, didn't really like it. And that's fair. No. 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 I don't think it's controversial. I was like, okay, that's them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then we go into Little Miss Muppet. No spiders. <laughs> no thank you. Um, no. no, no, no. Just because he talks doesn't mean I like him anymore. Yeah. Um, what I did enjoy, so that bear though, that's probably our favorite character in Muppets Tonight. He came kind of became popular from this show, and he's in Muppets ABC. And he's in Muppets Now as well. Bobo, mm-hmm. I think his name is. He's the best. That bear is like the best part of this show. And I, I love agree him so much. Yeah. He's so funny. Agree. So agreed. Um, he's the best. Yeah, and the spider was creepy. Really creepy, and I really arachnophobic, so I was like, "No, yeah. thank you." <laughs> yeah, it just, yeah, no, I didn't like how it looked. No, I didn't like. Yeah, also, I feel like it just didn't look. It didn't look Muppet. No, Does it just looks scary. Yeah, it doesn't look like it comes from that world, and it I came just from I, dark crystal. <laughs> yeah, no, but literally, it does. It looks which like, makes sense. That's still them. <laughs> like, it's still them, but it's the wrong IP. That's the issue. Yeah, exactly. I was like, um, mm, no. Yeah, I. Yeah, no. The the spider was creepy. I didn't like it. Didn't and again, like it. I also I too do not like spiders, so it was quite difficult no. to watch. Though I did, I did right. And apparently, anyone can dress like Miss Muppet. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> I did like that part. That's the only part of that that sequence that I enjoyed. That then the spider comes down, dresses little Miss Muppet, and then yeah. feeds everybody, which I thought yeah, was yeah. very funny. But otherwise, I did not enjoy any of that, except other than Bobo, who I love. Yeah, no, I agree. It was, it was, it was fine. And again, it had quite a lot of slapstick humor. And again, would appeal to kids. Um, exactly which is again I, I just think the demographic shift is more noticeable and a little sad mm. um but i guess i don't know if they had different pressures or different things or yeah i don't know it, it just it definitely was that yeah um it's more andy and randy and i literally wrote andy and randy are still the worst one note guys poor john needed better he did, <laughs> he did. every time they came up i was like oh no <laughs> But the way John Goodman's done this episode is he's gone, he's basically been the annoyed guy. They're like, mm-hmm. well, how, how, why you better not do, you know, like yeah. that shaken yeah, fist yeah, yeah. guy. And I totally get that's the role he was playing and that's the whole thing. Um, but I think it would be more fun to see him do other things as well. Cause that, again, I mean, it escalated. Like it started with him going like, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. It did escalate. It's not like he, like, he wasn't one note, but it definitely was a choice to make it that as a, as a vibe yeah i i agree because it was so good like see like just even like in like the opening when they mm. kind of like were, like introduced him into the world of yeah. like the show and stuff like that you could tell he was so in it like he was like giving so much energy to For like sure. to, to the show and i absolutely love that when guest stars with the muppets absolutely just go with it and he definitely did that. He knew what his remit, like what he was yep. asked to do, which was be like real frustrated and upset and yep. do all these shenanigans with Andy and Randy, even though it was really dumb. Yeah. Um, but he like definitely lent into that and I thought he was great. I like definitely, yeah, I just thought I would have been fun to see him do other things. Yeah. But he I definitely agree. nailed what he did. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, but he like definitely like smash it and he he definitely had fun with it, which again we always love to see. And it's to be fair, in this one it's been mostly the same so far. Like I've not seen anyone who wasn't super into it yet. Yeah. Um, which has been really fun. But yeah, so I really love that. And then finally, finally, <sighs> finally. What, like 20, um, 20 minutes into the episode? <laughs> yeah, to a 22 minute episode. <laughs> like, 
Um, which, I mean, in films we're used to, right? Films famously, it's at least half an hour before you see Miss Piggy. Yeah. Um, we've tracked it. I've done this. I've done the homework on that. Um, I love so. that. You could write a whole like academic paper on just that. Yeah. Well, she always comes in the end of the first act, basically. Mm. Um, because she's perfect and I love her. Um, you, have but... to have, you have to have the build up. Yeah, exactly. Before you bring her on. Come on, oh, You don't just deserve her. But exactly. in this case, I would have liked more. And this is actually, too fair, this is the fourth episode of this show. Mm-hmm. And this is the least amount of Miss Piggy in any episode I've seen so far. Mm-hmm. So, which was a bit disappointing. Um, so we had the Lunar Mooners, which was a sci-fi <laughs> black and white show um, from the 60s that mm-hmm. they were showing us. Um, and they had John Goodman married to Miss Piggy. Now that feels completely true and right. Their chemistry was great. I know. It was so good. Um, they were a very old married couple. Like he gets in from work. She's like, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, oh yeah, whatever. You get out of here. And then secretly he's planning to take her to a big old ball. Yeah. Like a big, um, what was it called? The Space Cadets Ball. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was actually just really sweet because they have this, yeah, that dynamic. And to be fair, that's the dynamic he has in a lot of his kind of shows, right? Yeah. Or that, yeah, that, that yeah. classic sitcom kind of vibe. But it was in space and black and white. And it was, I the black <laughs> and white part was very funny, actually. <laughs> um, but it means I couldn't see her outfit as much. She was wearing this kind of like big shoulders, like similar to her Pigs in Space outfit, to be fair. They may have just yeah. reused that and tweaked it slightly and put it in black and white so we didn't notice. Um, <laughs> that's one way to cut costs if that's what they were trying to exactly. do. Exactly. <laughs> her new Pigs in Space outfit, to be fair, her Deep Dish 9 outfit, which is different than her original Pigs in Space yeah. outfit. Um, there's so many good outfits. She's the best. Oh, best wardrobe um, ever. She really does. But yeah. Elf! Elf! Could you help zip me up? Why shouldn't you be getting into your ball gown, my dear? After all, tonight we will be dancing on the sea of tranquility. <gasps> oh! Take us to the Space Cadets Ball? Oh! Baby, you're the greatest. She was obviously perfect, but um, I do feel a smidge robbed. Um, so I, I'm not gonna lie. See, when I was like watching this, I legit didn't think she was gonna turn up at all. I think she has to contractually. Um, Fair, <laughs> so... quite right too. But she honestly, I was, I was just like, what? Is, where what? is what yeah. because it had gone on for like so, so long, long. <laughs> without her in it i was like what and even then because i i have to admit i think this is my favorite part of it's the, the best yeah it's fully my favorite part of the episode because i loved the whole 1960s parody i got it like yeah. they got the energy right um, it was perfect i really and they were it. like like you said they were like a believable married couple which yeah. was just great it was so good but um, yeah, the fact that we've had to wait like twenty minutes so since the long. episode, I was and like... then Fozzie's in that bit as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, looking at classic Muppets, also Frank Oz just doing many things in that scene. Busy man, <laughs> what a <laughs> multitasker! Man. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then which I, I liked, but again, famously Fozzie and Kermit have only been in this very briefly in the last few episodes, but. Um, I also really like their little their kiss, Miss Piggy and John yeah. Goodman's kiss was so nice. They got yeah. a dip kiss and then a little grunting, which was hot. Um, <laughs> and then <laughs> I love their love, but yeah. Oh. And then I wrote, I wrote, bye, Fozzy, no air, <laughs> no air, no air out there but in space. It's so weird because back in the day, it's like, oh, whatever, Fozzy. But now I'm like, oh, Fozzy, and it's just because I'm not, I'm like missing all my classic puppets. No, again, that's fair. But then again, they put two of them in the one thing. 
Yeah, again, Frank so, Oz, so busy. <laughs> like, <laughs> you could have like at least stretched it out slightly and put them. Well, I thought I thought they'd have Kermit in there as like doing mm. his classic, but they've they've not really had much Kermit jealousy in his last this show really as much. We normally talk about the yeah, jealousy yeah. ploy, the ploy yeah, of yeah. like um, her flirting with a guest and then mm-hmm. him being either jealous or ambivalent. Um, you know, but they've not had any of that because they don't interact at all. Kermit's not been interacting with yeah. Spiegel. And again, we have made speculations. Is, is that on purpose? Is it? Is this part of their divorce? Yeah. Um, like, <laughs> do they have some sort of contract they're not going to be seen together? Are they fighting? Mm-hmm. Um, what's happening behind the scenes? You know, yeah. are, they, are, are they okay? Yeah. Um. So yeah, we're still curious about how their relationship is going through this show because there's nothing to tell you either way about it which is a little concerning um, absolutely absolutely but they've i mean obviously gone through such a roller coaster of a relationship anyway um kermit again makes his one appearance yes his token one appearance he's been pretty consistent he makes one appearance every episode so far this is the fourth episode mm-hmm. but like just one yeah maybe one of them too but like really really small appearances and this one he just intros a section that's all yeah. he does he intros a singer yeah um which again is it's weird but it's part of the process he's not the host of the show and he's apparently not running the backstage he's just kind of around that's the thing it's like because they kind of like prefixed it with the whole like him going into like the control room Mm. and it's almost like he was coming in to like fix what was going wrong but it just it fell it, it like opened up the question why why are you here yeah, what's Kermit doing? Yeah, why are you in this narrative right now? What's his purpose? Because <laughs> it's someone very... remind me. Yeah, because it feels very clear it's not his show. Not at all. It's not his show. Um. So why why be you here? Yeah, that's a very good question. <laughs> um. Don't try the veal is what I've written here. Um. So I, as a as a stout veggie, I agree. <laughs> yeah. If I do a weird musical number, they try to get a guest to try the veal. It's dumb. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Very strange, yeah. very bizarre. It was a very odd segment. Yeah. And then I wrote, I feel like eating bagpipes is pretty disrespectful. Um, it's like, as this show is Scottish. You're Scottish. Exactly. Tell me how you it's felt. like it knew I was going to come on to talk yeah. about this one. Um, how do you feel about that? Do you feel disrespected? Do you feel like some sort of national uh, blasphemy treason? <laughs> uh, well, no, because I am one of those um, slightly controversial Scots that I like bagpipes in the right context. <laughs> If you get my point, if you get my point, did you like him being chewed up like that when it was like making like music them... through his guts? <laughs> no, that that felt in a bit of poor taste to uh-huh. me. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I just didn't get it. Yeah, there wasn't much to get. I think as part of it, yeah, um, it wasn't that it went over your head. Is that there was nothing there? There was um, like literally, it's like he's eating bagpipes. He burps and makes a bagpipe noise. That was it. Which is so sad because there's been bagpipes of the Muppets before and it's been so much fun. There's, yeah, it um, could have been any instrument. I think in the Mark <laughs> Hamill bagpipe? episode back in the day, there's a bagpiper in that and he's very funny and I would encourage looking at the clip because it's very good. Yeah. There's all these sheep that are <laughs> part of the song. That's a nice time. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. I just, I didn't, I didn't get it. And also I hate, I'd like, again, it comes back to like, the Muppets being subversive and very intelligent writing. Yeah. And at that point, it felt like you could have easily have skipped that. 
there's what what is the need because it feels like what is it for what is it for absolutely because it feels like quite a lot of the time if you look at any of the old stuff everything has a purpose yeah and the wider the wider kind of like scope of what the episode be that either the show or the show within a show is trying to like achieve because they each have their own narrative and it just it felt like what a five-year-old might laugh at it and if that's your if that's what you're trying to do with that Mm -hmm. well done but you're just like this could be cut from the script and you'd lose nothing you'd lose a minute of care of it but (laughs) that's about it yeah, Ava wasn't even a minute of Kermit. I mean, they could have got Kermit to something with bagpipes. I'd watch that. I'd like, watch that. I would have been a bigger fan of that. Yeah, you'd be like, what are all these things? Yeah. Um. <laughs> right. So John has a very bad time again. He gets all he beaten does. up. He breaks a bunch of bones of his body. It definitely looked like he was hanging on by a noose when he was hanging out the window. Did that look like a noose to you? Yeah, I agree. It did look a little bit strange. <laughs> I was like, I know you're trying to like hang on to something, but try it around your st- like. Turn around your middle, not your yeah. neck, John. Um, going to end badly. No wonder you're in a neck brace later. We worry. Yeah, exactly. Um, he then is in the hospital, but he still does his big number, mm-hmm. which I love. Yeah, it was great um, fun. So he's like covered in, and that's again, very classic Muppets, like doing a big song at the end, mm-hmm. get your, you know, yayas out. And I love that. <laughs> um, then, yep. So I really like that song. I'm trying, I'm going to try and put a clip of it in here. I'm not feeling too good myself. Uh, and then, then the last scene is back at Roseanne, like on the mm-hmm. set, and he's next to Jerry Nelson, who's a Muppet performer. And I was like, I see you, Jerry. Don't think I don't know what you look like. Um, so I'm across cool. it. <laughs> I think it's like episode two or something. I do my deep dive on jerry back in the day mm-hmm. two or three um go look it up it's very fun i love jerry nelson um he's just one of the og guys who's still around and chatting him and frank oz like they did a documentary and stuff it's very fun oh that's so cool yeah it's very cool i think it's guys muppets talking about guys talking about muppets some other um i think i talked about it in the frank oz episode you see <laughs> so many things um but i was like hi jerry um and then basically andy and randy come in and wreck it again they do. They do. And they come in and like, mess it up. And I'm like, oh, we, we had to bring these two back. That had to be the parting shot this of this episode. Weird, <laughs> like through line of these characters that I do not understand. And again, you could have, so they're, um, they're the nephews of Miss Piggy. They're introduced in the first episode okay. of the show. And basically Miss Piggy makes Clifford hire them. So she doesn't have to look after them anymore. Um, Fair. Totally get. Cause they're the Fair. Worst. Um, <laughs> But I again, like even her interacting with that whole situation would be much better. Like her yeah. and them and John would have been great. Absolutely. As herself as well, like not as much in character. Because I lo- also love that these shows are always, you know, on camera, off camera. And I love yeah, that. exactly. I that's like one of the best bits about about that is that you know that all these characters have their on screen, off screen persona. And you get to see that. And you don't get to see that in many shows. No. And it is very fun, which is why I'm like, is Miss Piggy and Kermit not on the same thing for reasons? Or are they both not on it because they're out together? Yeah. Interesting. Hey. That's my new thing. Are they hanging out together because they're not on camera? Is that what's (laughs) happening? Are they having a secret tete-a-tete? Are they? (laughs) They're busy Um, elsewhere. I hope so. 
Um, so that's gonna, I'm going to wrap it up there. I wanted to, um, any final thoughts on this episode or Muppets Tonight in general? Uh, oh, my Literally, my main thought is that it seems like a very bizarre show. Sure. Like, and that's probably not like the most positive parting note, but it does. <laughs> it just, it does just feel, it feels very not of what the Muppets is or what it encompasses now. Yeah. Um, and if now that I've got a bit of context, it makes so much more sense is that they were trying to do something slightly different, but yeah, it just, it feels like it's kind of stuck between two very different concepts and they should have just lent fully into one or the other because it is very, very strange and very, very strange that none of like the big, like five aren't big known. Yeah. Yeah. I don't turn up for much of it so I can understand why audiences maybe didn't get it yeah I didn't connect to it the same yeah, way yeah I, I get it but um but John Goodman's always a win Isn't so, he <laughs> so much. yeah I um want to thank you for coming here today thanks for having me this has been an absolute delight I'm not even kidding it's been so much fun to chat about this I know. That's why back. I will. I promise. <laughs> There's uh, 22 episodes of this secret show. 22. That's um, a lot. I know. Does that mean <laughs> of that, secrets? I was going to say that, but does that mean that those two pigs are going to be in every 22 uh, of those episodes? I mean, I hope. I don't think they were much in the last episode. The last episode was Billy Crystal. I can't remember if they were in that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that was great. I encourage yeah. you to watch that as well. Um, or all of them. It's so much fun. But yes, I definitely will have you back. Um, I love our little uh, crossover moment. Uh, I want to again plug A Wee Bit Gothic. Brilliant podcast. Comes out Fridays. Um, mm-hmm. They're also on the Instagrams and everywhere else you'll find your podcasts. Yeah. Um, anything else you'd like to plug? No, you did it all beautifully. <laughs> I try. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, I'm a big fan. They also have um, Fun Fact Wednesday. We do. We do some fun stuff on Instagram. So we're very, very much fun. all about... Um, not, we love a link. We love oh, We love connections with Scottish history. So We yeah, did one just, just now. The link we just we had. We literally just was, had one, yeah. <laughs> the author of that really? gave it to Muppets. So good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, we love like teaching obscure facts about Scottish history and we do lots of on this day in history type stuff as well. So if you head on over to Instagram at a wee bit gothic, you can find some fun nonsense and shenanigans over there as well. It's a great pod. I would definitely recommend it. Um, for us, still follow us on Letters to Miss Piggy um, on the Instagram or send me an email at Letters to Miss Piggy at gmail.com. Hopefully you will be hearing uh, Abby's dulcet tones shortly, uh, but there's been lots going on in everybody's lives and PhD is a, a lot. I'm not sure if anyone knows. Um, it's a time. <laughs> it's definitely a time. <laughs> um, but she loves you all and so do I and we'll all get the band back together sooner rather than later uh, but I hope you enjoyed this bonus episode of The Secret Show Muppets Tonight and 